0: Internet. And welcome once again to the always online multiplayer gaming podcast brought to you by mmobomb.com, your home for all things multiplayer gaming related. This is episode 410. It's November 12th and we're doing the show live just like we always do. Twitch.tv slash MMOBOMB if you're watching on MMOBOMB.com or over on our YouTube channel. While you're there, give it a like, give it a subscription, turn on those notifications, tell your friends, uh, get the show out there if you're on Bomb. Take a look at the games, write your own reviews, recommendations, and uh, sign on up for your account so you're notified for giveaways and all that type of fun stuff. We got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about the Final Fantasy XIV Live Letter. Just a few highlights if you're looking for full in-depth coverage that you want to check out on readycheckradio.com uh, from the podcast last night, or the articles we have up on MMO Bomb, but we're going to hit the delay, we're going to hit the PvP things, uh, stuff like that, and then a bunch of other cool stuff. Joining me to go over all of it, Mr. Jason Winter. What do you, what do What is that in the background? It's bothering me.
1: So this is a little uh, statuette that my partner made of our Guild Wars 2 characters many moons ago. Aww. My thief and their necromancer. That is super cute. It is. I thought it was. It's gorgeous. I had it up in there while I was doing my Guild Wars Two stream yesterday. So.
0: So so it is a miniature, but not. Well, I mean, one you mean, it's kind of, like, made It's not like. But it's,
1: um, it's large. It's not like a miniature like you'd play a game with or anything you know, like your Star Wars stuff. But. That but is yeah. very
0: sweet. That's very cute. very cute.
1: I love that. Yeah. So do I. I love that. They could probably make one for you too. I don't know. You want a character you want made. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I don't think it would be like appropriate for me to be sitting there with your partner and our heads together.
1: Well, <laughs> like, I'm just saying I'm saying you can make your own guy or whatever. Oh, oh, oh.
0: I, 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 mean, I thought you were offering like for like a couple shot thing, like a glamour shots. So you know, that. if you want
1: to get you and Demina together for something, I, <laughs> I do, you know, that works.
0: Also on the line, Ms. Quinlan Bowers. What's up, Q?
2: Uh, I was just scrolling through the notes and they really came through on the on the questions this week, didn't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, they did well. Yeah, everybody on YouTube and on mmobomb.com, they did well. They did well. We got some bombs. We got the feedback. Better question of the week, I think it was. The Warner Brothers one didn't strike too many people's fancies, but one of one NFT. That's it, Robo. That's it, Robo.
1: No, that's the actual thing. You have to (laughs) probably NFT (laughs) be worth more, actually. chat
0: joining us live i'm sure they'll have bombs and uh question of the week feedback when we get there uh that they'll throw in as well on that note though i think we just we just move over and get started with the news why not let's do it So last Friday was the Final Fantasy XIV live letter, the last live letter before the launch of the Endwalker expansion, scheduled for November 19th, next Friday and then the subsequent release early the following week. And uh, yeah, we really, a lot of us didn't expect a lot out of this live letter. They were gonna talk about gathering and crafting. They were gonna give us more details about the new uh, smaller scale, no roles required PVP that they were adding and then talk about some system changes. So we thought maybe you know two or three hours. Some people thought, yeah, it's gonna be a long one, just like the previous ones, but we just kind of didn't see it. It was, it was almost six hours long. Now, a lot of that was recap. (laughs) A lot of that was recap for people that maybe hadn't seen previous live letters. We were over on Mr. Happy's channel doing live reactions to the whole thing. We didn't finish till like after 3.30 in the morning East Coast time. Now, we're not going to rehash the entire live letter here. Like I mentioned in pre-show, take a look at readycheckradio.com. The relic grind from last night is up, and that's where we did a full breakdown of basically everything in the live letter. But there were two big announcements I wanted to bring to the show today, talk a little bit about, see what your opinions are in some certain things, because the big one was... Endwalker is being delayed. There was 40 minutes basically off the top of the show where a very contrite and uh, emotional Yoshi-P explained that the Endwalker expansion would be delayed by 2 weeks pushing its release uh, for early access to December 3rd and pushing, you know, 6.05, you know, into January. So, yeah, 2 weeks before it's delayed, Jason or two weeks before it's scheduled to be released, it gets delayed. I don't think anybody would have been surprised by a delay. I certainly wouldn't have been. Everything's been delayed. Jason's taking polls and bets on what's going to be delayed and just betting that it's going to be delayed no matter what game it is at this point. Mm -hmm. So I literally waited until, like, Wednesday or Thursday of last week to request my days off to just chill with Endwalker and stream it on MMO Bomb and stuff like that without having to worry about my day job thinking if it was going to be delayed it would have happened by now. Like they would have scheduled this a month or 2 months ago. We're safe. We're 2 weeks away. We're safe. No, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't we're never safe. safe. We were not safe. Now, your GP did take like the brunt of this, like saying this was Almost, he, he used the words, this is a selfish reason on the, the part of the director himself in that things are ready, but he felt that because of a lot of the server stress and, and things that they had been working on, that their master final QA, their quality assurance, wasn't going to be what it should be, what he wanted it to be for the culmination of what is basically an eight to 10 year storyline at this point. And so he made the call Nope, we're going to have the two weeks to do Master QA. I know people have called off or taken vacation. I'm sorry. I know this bumps things during the holidays. I'm sorry. Our staff will be okay for the holidays to take time off. Uh, don't worry about them. But this is all on me, Jason.
1: Yeah, on the one hand, you can acknowledge it and say it's good that he takes responsibility. He stands up for it. But I sort of wonder, like, you know... It, are you really taking responsibility when there's not going to be any real repercussions for it? <laughs> it's not like he's going to get fired or suffer a big pay cut. So, very nice and very, uh, very, very Japanese of him to you know to fall on his sword and so forth, go like off to commit seppuku and so forth. But I don't know, it, it, it's nice, but I don't, I don't know if it required 40 minutes, as you say.
0: Yeah, that was the. I was like, <laughs> you know, we feel for you. I definitely fell for him. He was very emotional, Q, because it's almost mm-hmm. like this is the first. Or one of the few, I should say, because he has had one or two other. It has never really delayed when a date is given. He did push one uh, thing back from spring to summer, but there were no dates at that time. So this was kind of like the first, I don't know, maybe he viewed it as the first big failure to deliver on something that was locked in, promised, ready to go.
2: Well, the thing is, too, is he he recognized the issues on the part of the players. I mean, it obviously didn't affect me that much. One, right. I work from home. Two, I'm still doing other stuff. Like, there's plenty for me to do that I wasn't going to be able to do to get in. But there are those people, like he acknowledged, I understand that some of you took days off for this, and this is a problem. Like, he he realized, you know, that it, it, is, it isn't just because i feel like game delays overall if you don't count and stuff like that it's really not that big of a deal at the end of the day you're still going to get to play the game it just you know you just have to wait kind of deal but it, when you're requesting days off and you know for a fact that your boss is not going to buy you needing to shift your days <laughs> two weeks later because of a video game you know like that kind of stuff then you know that's that's a bigger issue but as far as him taking the 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 responsibility for it i think when you stop and think about it what other What other person who has announced delays has really done that? They're just like, eh, it's delayed. Like, forum posts, something like that. (laughs) No no big deal. (laughs) They wander off because it's, you know.
0: I literally said that while this was going on on Mr. Happy's stream. I was like, can you think of any other, like, can you imagine Ian has Acostas coming out and, like, looking like he actually cared instead of looking like a robot? Uh, Or... <laughs> if, if blizzard had done this jason it would have been a blue post like it would have just been a blue post it's delayed see you in two weeks sorry for the inconvenience
1: i mean you see a little bit at least a little bit of i'm sorry this had to happen sort of stuff but yeah maybe, again we don't have a 40 minute you know whatever yeah. for it but.
0: I, and to your point about like not having repercussions i, I obviously you're right there they're not going to get rid of them or anything but he, they did make the decision he said like literally a couple of days before the live letter he said he had to walk into the president's office. And say, I-, I need to delay this, and then had to sell the reason that th- we need to delay this two weeks uh, from launch, and we just need these two weeks, no more, no less, I, but I do feel like his was more, I, I think you're feeling really good if you work for Yoshi P, not just in general, but in this instance specifically, I feel like it was more running running. You know the the side block to, to keep sure. the, the pressure away from the employees more than, you know, hey, I'm sorry and I'm not gonna have any repercussions, but because we live in a world where people are stupid, you know, and <laughs> uh, threaten developers and, you know, send them death threats or nasty tweets. And don't get me wrong, I'm not one of those people, Jason, that thinks you don't have any right to be upset. It's a video game. Of course you do. It's something you were looking forward to. You know, it's okay to be upset, disappointed, a little bit angry. You know, that, that your, your thing's getting delayed or that you have to shuffle these days. That is perfectly okay. I'm not one of those suck it up and get over it. It's a video game guy. If you're looking for something look forward to something and it falls through, it's totally okay to be disappointed or angry. It's not okay to send death threats. So I definitely appreciated, you know, almost the pass block that he was putting on there for the staff saying, this is all on me. Everything they were asked to do is done. This decision is on me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is weird, though. It's come to think of it, though. Can, can you name another person who works on Final Fantasy fourteen? Yeah. Can you give me a name?
0: Yeah. Sokin. Okay. sokan has got the music. You got Koji right. Fox. Okay, uh, yeah. okay yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just saw, uh, guys, I'm just not that familiar with it, because I think of like that for like other games. I, I like recognize a lot of names, dev blogs, whatever. So, all right, okay.
2: Yeah, I guess actually no. our staff
1: out there that people are aware of. Oh I, yeah. I do wonder, yeah, yeah.
2: though, how in the future like other game developers looking at this, right? And here's the thing, I was watching Twitter and you go look on the on, on the Final Fantasy Reddit, on the XIV Reddit, and, and the thing that you see is everybody just being like, no, Yoshi P, don't cry. Right. Like literally, <laughs> yeah. there were just people just like, no, Yoshi P, don't cry, it's okay, it's okay, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. And I'm kind of wondering now if we're gonna see other game developers fake crying. <laughs> 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 too <laughs> because i i don't think they uh you know they might miss the part that it's literally just because yeah. it's this team and yoshi p yeah and, and not he's, because he's an emotional crying. guy crying, like
0: legitimately an yeah. emotional guy
2: <laughs> the crying was just you know yoshi p being yoshi p yeah. and like it's it literally just comes down to he's a, a reasonably likable dude and you know, everybody, like he, he doesn't blow off the fans or anything like that when he announces right. things like this. So it becomes, it becomes easier to forgive something like that than it does when another game developer is just like, yeah, we delayed it and <laughs> you'll get it when you get it.
0: So let me ask you this. And by the way, I'm playing the trailer here because the trailer is badass. I wish I could play the sound for you at the same time. The music is phenomenal. If you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. Uh, fantastic trailer for Walker. so enjoy the visuals for it, at least. Um, have any of you, like, do you request off for games, Jason? Or do you think that's silly? Or we talked about this on the Relic Grind last night. I was surprised by, you know, Tarkov's feelings on it. So we had an interesting little debate back and forth. I mean, I, I probably, I used to do it a lot more uh, for, like, very specific titles or, or a movie or a concert or whatever... You know, but uh, I nowadays I just find my my schedule's flexible, and so I can usually just schedule around it. Uh, so it's usually just like Final Fantasy XIV's expansion. That's it. You know, I have vacation days. I'm not doing anything with. They don't carry over in my company, so I burn four or five of them, and and we'll go stream Endwalker on MMO Bombs channel from early access on. Jason, do you like request off or? Have you in the past? I guess your your current schedule working say. for MMO bomb. It's part of your job to go do this stuff. So, but in the past, like at Beckett or or anything like that,
1: uh, well, It was all part of my job? But you know, yeah, yeah, true, <laughs> but, yeah. true. But yeah, I mean, I've been doing this crap for ten years working from home. So yeah, what do I know? Uh, but the only the only thing I can think of is when I when I <laughs> very first time I got an MMO at home. I played City of Heroes. I like, installed it on Thursday night, played around with it for an hour, called in sick the next day. Sorry, can't make it in Friday. Sorry, can't make it.
0: So, you never like scheduled it in advance or anything? No, no, I never did that. Nothing for Uh, like a midnight release of a movie or the game
1: is going to be around. The endwalker is going to be around for like the next match, is going to be in three years or whatever. I can live without having those first four hours. It's fine. I can come home from work. If I was working at a job, I can come home from work and do it then.
0: Yeah. So here's it's not the thing. Kill me. Like, even though I, I like for Endwalker, I took uh one, two, three, four days off. Right. I still have like three weeks of vacation time, oh, and I've got a month and a half to burn them. Uh, before they don't. So I, it make yeah fine. I'll take some vacation days, and we'll we'll have fun with it. But I have, even though I've done that for like Stormblood and uh for uh, Shadowbringers and stuff like that, I am not on. When the servers go live, I'm like, no, fuck you. You know, I'm taking off, so yeah. I don't have to worry about working. I have the time anyway; might as well use it because I'm gonna lose it. Uh, but no, I'm gonna go ahead and sleep, and, then, and I'll see you at noon. So I'm like, kind of right in the middle. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. Some people like are really judgmental about it, Q, and are like, that is absolutely stupid that you would take days off work or use your vacation time to go play a game or go see a movie on release day. Or I just think they're all experiences. If you're burning time you don't have, then that's a different story, right? If you're calling off work and losing income, and which could put bills in jeopardy, and th- then yes. Obviously, there's probably something else going on there that needs to be investigated. But if you're in a situation like mine, or hell, you just have the time and you really love it and you wanna be there when it goes live, more power to you. Anything in my mind that brings you joy there is far fewer of those things in the world right now, so by all means, go have some joy. Q?
1: I was doing well while I could hear you every third word, but now you're completely gone. You're oh,
0: doing... I'm still here.
1: Yeah, just... Oh, good. Okay, well, it's doctor, not just me. You stopped or anything. <laughs> you're just... Uh, did you ask a question? Because I didn't hear it.
0: <laughs> just asking if you like feel like do you judge people that do this or or not because i'm on the yeah just anything that brings you joy train
1: i'm only like so only the people who are like i have to be there the the second servers open up and if not it's my life is over that sort of that's the only stuff i'd be like really pissy about you
2: i mean i'm pretty chill about that stuff life is super short so if the thing that you really enjoy and for most people work is not that thing Right. Like if you want to take time off work to do something that you really enjoy, you might as well just do it because you're going to be dead at some point anyway, and then you won't be able to. Yeah.
0: Boy, there's a cheery outlook. You're going to wow. be dead at some point. So.
1: Well, you know, I don't like doing this. so I'm just going to leave and go do something I like. See you guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jason, you might as well. You're going to be dead at some point. The other I'll big thing for you two. the other big thing from the uh, live letter was the new PVP mode. Uh, the crystal conflict and an overhaul to PVP in general and PVP rewards. As far as this mode goes, Jason, it's kind of like it felt like to me that they uh, they went ahead and launched Overwatch 2 before Blizzard did, uh, because this is very it's very payload and it is back you know but not one directional. It's one of those both teams can move it push. in both directions. yeah push a push mode. Uh, get, take over the crystal in the middle of the map, move it to the other side of the map. And you have it in uh, 5v5 and no roll requirements. So you don't have to be a healer specifically. And so queues are going to be faster. It's a very easy game mode to understand. And it's a very quick match. So something that I think PvP and Final Fantasy fourteen. Desperately needs Jason, but what's your take on it as a little more of a PvP guy than I am?
1: You know, it's weird that, yeah, you're right. I'm a little more of a PvP guy. And whenever I play an MMO, I usually at least try out their PvP, except New World, which won't let me do it because I reach max level. Suck that game. Anyway, uh, but for whatever reason, I've never gotten into it in Final Fantasy 14. I never even bothered like trying their PvP. It's just, I don't know why. Like, I just, I just heard bad things about it, I think, mostly, so I didn't even want to care about it. This actually does look interesting. It looks like it could be, like you said, a small-scale, basic thing that I might enjoy. So, New World, take notes. <laughs>
0: uh, Q, what do you think? Do you do you PvP in 14? I know you do a lot of dungeons, but have you messed with, like, uh, the Feast or Frontlines or anything?
2: I, I have not, because I've just basically been doing, I guess, you know, like, I leveled the one character all the way through, and that was the reason I was doing a lot of dungeons. Um, and then I... Uh, that I was working on my second job. I've been working on my second job and doing it. I've been doing all the side stuff, uh, you know, leveling up my grand company crap. And, right. and this over here. And well, that's good because you're going to need those
0: seals and, for some rewards. Uh, right, there, there's going to be loot boxy type rewards for allied seals now.
2: But, I mean, I... And I have, I did hear like that it wasn't all that great or whatever, but it's just mostly been that I've just been so, there's so many things to do. Like the Beast Tribe things, I've been doing those. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's just so many things to do that that's something I haven't gotten to yet.
1: So yeah, it just got such a bad reputation. Final Fantasy fourteen PVP. It really does. It it really does.
0: Uh, And it. And I've said this before. It's. I always felt like even from our game breaker days, talking about it on Xiv Reborn, guys. It's. I always felt like it was there to meet a check mark. You know, Mm -hmm. does does our game have PVP? The answer is yes. Let's not go any further than that. The answer is yes. Mm Honestly, though, I think this is a step in the right direction. Removing the role requirements is going to speed things up. Everybody's going to have, like, a self-heal. Everybody's going to have a uh, job-specific adrenaline rush, which is the PvP limit break. They're introducing for the rewards, like, a new battle pass-esque system. No, this is not a battle pass that you go buy, but if you're familiar with battle passes, it's the same functionality. You know, go do PvP modes, um, and you'll earn levels in the battle pass you'll get tokens for levels some levels will have little rewards you can turn in the tokens at a vendor to get additional rewards like mounts and minions and things like that so i mean i'm gonna have to do it because minions are there now so that sucks mm-hmm. but hopefully the game mode is a little more uh you know palatable for me than than the feast or front lines has been that
1: sounds exactly like how guild wars 2 does their uh, pvp and world versus world reward drives. oh yeah yeah like a little pass, you just do that, and it takes you a few hours maybe to get through, and they can do a different one if you like, so. Yeah. With no expiration or anything.
0: Don't worry about Feast rewards too. Uh They're going to cycle into the Battle Pass over time, so if there's rewards right now for the Feast that you really want to get, you you will be able to. It'll just be a matter of time for you to be able to get them, so. Uh, and, and these changes impact the Frontlines mode too, and Feast goes away with the launch of 6.1, so they're having a Feast preseason from six zero to 6-1, but that's a little weird. That's like having an NFL preseason and then not having the season. Uh, but, yeah, so you can still do the Feast for a little bit if you like it. All in all, we'll see. Jason, on a little more of your side of the fence, we've always kind of wondered lately, you know, what's going to happen with certain Daybreak titles as they started getting spinning up other companies. Then they got a new owner who is definitely the owner, not the previous owner who definitely was not the owner. But
1: then but, but then then, the new owner has a new CEO now. So right. <laughs> then are. the new owner. Who's actually the Daybreak CEO. Who was, who CEO, was the Daybreak CEO, but
0: he's interim, so who knows, you know, what. Uh, anyway. Uh, obviously, EverQuest and EverQuest 2 have just kept trucking along and putting out more expansions. But we've always had questions on other titles, particularly one that you enjoy, but haven't been... You boycotted Daybreak for a while, but separate from that, you know, it, there really wasn't a lot going on. But now Planetside 2, all of a sudden, getting a new update, whole new continent, all kinds of new modes and, and shit to do, it, it might be a good time to be a PlanetSide 2 fan.
1: I mean, they did that last year too, when they had the the big capital ship, the Bastion fleet carrier, and then did their storyline, whatever. So after they after they finally trashed PlanetSide Arena, I think they've been on a good track. Uh, once oh they my realized god! That was I forgot terrible. about
0: PlanetSide Arena.
1: Yeah, that was when we, that was the last time I actually thought, oh god, PlanetSide is done. That the franchise is over. I but since totally then, they've been doing a really good job that. revitalizing it, getting a lot more people in there. You look at the numbers on even on Steam, which doesn't account for uh, you know their own launcher. It, it's doing pretty well. They're they're they've got a pretty good dedicated team, I think, doing since they've done like their uh, studio split, especially. So yeah, this one looks like it's going to be cool. Gonna, although, like you said, this is called uh, Expedition Osher, and it's going to have a new continent, the first one they've had since 2014. I think 2014, like seven, eight years. Yeah, or like, like, like seven that.
0: years. That's a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I get that confused because the other game also has something new for the first time in seven years. So I want to make sure those were right. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be a map with a lot of water-based stuff. So including, like, uh, vehicles that can navigate on the... on the uh, Let's see. A full-featured water system will allow wheeled vehicles to putter along on the water's surface, while treaded vehicles and infantry prowl the ocean floor. Which sounds cool, but then I think, has any game ever done underwater combat well? Yeah, I, I kind of thought
0: the same thing. So I
1: was reading
0: Jason's post to, you know, put together a tweet for it. And I don't like to just be like, here's this. Boom. You know, something, a little tidbit in there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a little, let's come and read this. And I'm like, oh, God, 80% of this is underwater. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Q. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, I don't understand any like I'm very confused as to how wheeled vehicles go <laughs> across the top of the water. So
1: here's, here's the reason for it. The reason for it is because they were too lazy to make boats. Ah,
2: uh, yeah, that's that's just dumb.
1: Yeah, it it does sound kinda iffy.
0: I mean, hey, it's Planet Side Two content. A lot of it, like a pretty yeah. big chunk, and we haven't seen that in a while. We've seen bits and pieces and changes here and there, but this is a whole new they, continent. They did their three-part nice.
1: storyline. They did that a lot. That nice wasn't a stuff new stuff.
0: continent, Jason. No, a no. whole new battlefield for everybody to be sure. taking part in. I didn't it say, like class I didn't not like making six years or Yeah, something. I'm not saying that they haven't been making things or doing updates and little content bursts, but. I look at this as, like, right. their first expansion in seven years because this is a sizable chunk of content compared to the usual content delivery for the last X years.
1: All right. No? Well, I, mean, if, I if I'm, if I'm I wrong, know. you would know better than I. I, I, so. I think the previous stuff counted, like, expansion. I think the Bastion, I think the, uh, the storyline they had, I mean, they had a three-part storyline, Shattered Warpgate and all that. So, yeah, I think that counts as an expansion, so to speak.
2: But if people have stuck with it this long, and you know, have had some content, they at least deserve a continent. I, I don't understand <laughs> what the rest of their plan here is, but they did deserve something. So I guess that's something and hopefully it makes the players happy.
0: Maybe this is the question, Jason, for you. Did, do you view like the story stuff as stuff that were, or the, the updates in the past, would you view those as marquee trying to bring people back content? Uh, compared, because this, I think, absolutely is.
1: Well, you actually talk about uh, yeah, a new continent, but as I recall, uh, the Shadow Warpgate thing, I do not i didn't get in because I didn't play the game because of the boycott and all that, but what they were talking to me was how they, it changed Esamir. Esamir was like the frozen continent, and right. apparently it like, melted a lot of stuff, so it really changed that map, so it was kind of like having a new map even in that, so yeah, I think that does count as all
0: right, well, yeah, okay. not a big
1: deal. You can sway me with that. That's like,
0: yeah... If I'm going to it, if if it doesn't, gonna have give... new,
1: doesn't have a new, new land, it count. <laughs> no, it's not a real I, update. If
0: I'm going to count World of Warcraft Cataclysm going back and doing redoing old zones oh, yeah. as giving that a bit of a new flavor, then I got to count this one too. Right. So fair enough, you have swayed me, Mister Winter. Okay. On the other side, speaking of expansions, Lotro's got a new one. The Brawler is there. Are you jumping back in, Jason?
1: they've raised the level cap again and now I'm so far behind. Like I just looking <laughs> My character's like level one oh two or something like that and the cap is now when I last time I played was when the cap was like one oh five or one ten. Now it's like one forty and I'm just like really wanna go through all that? I'm still I'm still in meanest tier. I haven't even set foot in Mordor yet. It's like yeah. I'm so. If I, I log back like, into the game, it's going to be just to look at old zones and just like be nostalgic about being in Moria or something like that. For a day. <laughs> and yeah. you're done. And they still haven't have fixed the legendary item system. People still hate it. So. They're working on it. They're working on it. Oh, yeah. It's it. like the third time <laughs> they've revised it. Just get, throw it out. Throw it all out. Sandy Stone, if you're listening to me, throw the whole damn thing out. Q. <laughs> when- <laughs>
0: When I said, "Hey, uh, this is on Discord the day launch," I was like, "Hey, Jason, isn't the Lotro expansion today?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I got it. I'll cover it." Okay, fine. Then like 15 minutes later, he links me this list and he goes, "If this is the list of things you're still working on, uh, that you're letting your audience known know about issues. Yeah. known issues, maybe you shouldn't have launched." And it wasn't a long. There's like 15, 20 things on the list. And as I, I'm like, "Wow, is he just being picky or not?" Let me see. And so I start reading through them, and it's like, you know, the death animation for this is missing. The flash animation for this is is only playing sometimes. And I'm like, these are all really stupid, petty things. I wonder if he just looked at the list and saw there's like 20 things here and didn't really look to see that they're they're kind of meaningless things. And I was getting ready to type something back to him, but I finish off the list, and I start hitting things like this main story quest is not advancing the quest line when completed. And I'm like, oh yeah, those are pretty big things to not be working on day one.
2: That, yeah, that is the problem. I mean, what are they going to do? Come back later on and just be like, surprise XP. Now you're leveled.
0: Oh, by the way, that <laughs> next quest is open. You can finally go do it.
2: Does, but it still doesn't advance the.
0: Yeah. It doesn't advance so- the main story. It's that's what was happening is that like you'd complete the quest and the next one wouldn't pop for you. <laughs> so you just no, like I guess this is the end of the expansion? If you like that's exactly what you would think Jason if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like if you hadn't read the notes, you'd just be like, "Oh, well, I guess we end on a really weird cliffhanger."
1: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of legendary items, you know, they are they are by class, you know. One class can't use another class's legendaries. And one of the new cl- one of the new quests offers a champion weapon to guardians. Like, that's. Is
2: wait, this no. a mandatory quest or a side?
1: I mean, it's a thing you need, I think. I imagine it's a thing you need to actually progress along with your legendary, which you have to do to, to progress along. You have to get the better weapons and so forth. So, so
2: it's a required thing for you to do to progress your legendary. <laughs> yeah,
1: you apparently.
2: Item four, not your class, unless that yeah. one class happens to be the one I you play. I just
0: feel bad every time we talk about Lotro because I'm like, God, that is a game that I am amazed I didn't like constantly have a level capped character and I really should go back and just at least play through the story portions of it and you know some of the dungeons I'm not going to get into raiding or anything in Lotro that's just that time is gone for me uh I'll, I'll stick to 14 and World of Warcraft and other things but every time I do the same thing Jason I'm like holy shit I don't know if I want to do all this work just to play through Frodo's storyline <laughs> I don't I I think Mordor can just win. Um, you,
1: you have you have level cap characters in Guild Wars 2 you never touch.
0: I know. I Still know. sitting in the silverweights. Hey, one of them came out. Shut up. Okay. You did not complete the Nightmare Tower, so shush. So shush. Uh, yeah. uh, before we go over to the weekly bombs, there are a couple of wins on the board for some certain things, but they might not be all they're exactly cracked up to be. But maybe that's where things start? I I don't know. Let's get your takes on these. So first off, Ubisoft is actually, has already implemented pay raises in their Montreal studios to try and retain key talent. Now, that is a good thing if you just read that headline and that was it. Hey, Ubisoft, paying people more. Wants to keep their talent? Shelling out the cash to do so. Cool. Good thing. But maybe it's not all it's cracked up to be because the team at a better Ubisoft um, and OBS just disconnected. So we'll keep going and we'll come back when it connects for the show. The recording wise, we're just going to keep going though. The uh, Ubisoft, a better Ubisoft group has come out and said, you know, while it's nice to be giving cash to talent to keep them, Mm, this isn't exactly working out because they're actually spreading the cash at the higher end of senior staff, which is just kind of creating a bigger version of the problem queue, which is the gap between junior staff and more senior staff. Junior staff, they're saying, is about a five to a seven percent pay increase. Uh, and senior positions are receiving up to a 20% increase, so maybe not as equitable as things could have been.
2: I mean, if you're going to be putting out pay raises, you might as well add a little something for yourself, right?
0: I, I, mean, I guess <laughs> that's exactly the mentality that hey, leadership... It's probably Monday. the junior
1: staff are the ones who voted on this, yeah, you know. <laughs>
2: Oh, that's, yeah, I don't know. All, all, all of these things to me are still just a mess, and including the ones you're going to talk about, I just hope it's not a position, because this is something that happens a lot, where when you start having progress on something, everybody goes, okay, that was a little progress, and then they just kind of stop.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, while I might have more hope for some of the other two things we're gonna talk about, Jason, this one I don't have a whole lot of hope for getting better. I mean, Ubisoft yeah. has just flat out ignored the employee demands from a better Ubisoft. They just—they haven't even—and yeah. Ubisoft, uh, a better Ubisoft, did that very cool thing, you know, throwing their own ad back at them. We talked about on mm. Gaming Gumbo last week, but they've just ignored them. And this yeah. is a token increase to to try and uh, placate people. And I don't think this is going to get any better for Ubisoft. The management just seems gung ho on. Shut up! We're not doing anything. Here's a little bit more money. Oh, you didn't get as much as the senior staff. Well, then you don't have to take that little bit of more money. You could just leave. I just feel like it's a very contentious spot. That I I hope it works out and improves, but I'm not hopeful for a better Ubisoft right now.
1: I'm mean, according to some of the other some of the people you know working there, as they say, they've been a lot of like defections of especially the high rank guys, and you know. When you're running a game studio, you care about the executive producer and the art director and whatever. right. Those are the guys you you have to draw and those are the guys you you know interview eight times to make sure you get the right guy there and you pay a lot of money to. You don't care so much about the th- third string, you know v- animate animation guy or whatever. He's the guy that's expendable. you'll It'll be fifteen guys you can find to replace him. So that's why they're giving the bigger raises to those more senior guys. Those are the ones they want to retain. And they toss a little bit of extra peanuts at the lower rank guys to try and keep them, yeah, you know, give them an extra five grand a year or whatever it is. So, yeah, just to try and make them feel a little better about themselves. Yeah. But like you said, it's just not going to have that great of an effect overall.
0: Uh, on a flip side, a similar company in similar situations, uh, Activision Blizzard is giving more a, a pay bump and expanded vacation time this is specifically related to contractors, though. So anybody that contract does contract work with Activision Blizzard, which of course is temporary work. You know, it could go away at any time. It's very project specific or project centric. So you could work there for six months and then not have another project with them for a year and a half, in which case you're not getting paid. But another victory coming from the uh, for for the Activision Blizzard workers: all temporary workers will receive Thanksgiving and winter breaks as paid time off increase the minimum hourly rate for all temp employees to 17 per hour, January 20 uh, January 1, 2022, all temporary workers will receive 13 paid holidays each year. Agency partners have agreed to match the sick paid time off that we offer to Blizzard temporary employees, increasing their accruable sick time to 9 days each year, and a new career growth and learning program as part of temporary workers development. And again, we're in a situation queue where none of these are bad things. We said this before on Bobby Kotick's thing, right? We're gonna do this, 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 and this. None of these are bad things. They are all great things, but they make great headlines. But if you dig just, just like the Ubisoft thing, if you dig just a little bit into it, and you know, um, a better Blizzard or whatever, uh, better ABK, they did because that's what they're trying to do. Yes, these are all good. They're steps in the right direction, but these are still below comparable norms for people in other situations, not only outside of the United States, but inside of the United States as well in this industry. So it's an improvement, but still falls a little short of the averages, if you want to use that word.
2: Yeah, I was at, like, the $17 an hour, and uh, granted, I have not spent time, like, researching how much you make working at a video game company, but $17 an hour seems really low for the tech industry (laughs) to me, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just, I I understand they're temporary employees, right? These are not people that are, you know, they come in and out and all of this stuff, so you're obviously not going to pay them as much as you would pay your other employees, but especially $17 an hour in California, in like the super expensive part of California seems just really, it, it's weird to me that it wasn't already there. And that's what a lot of these things are, right? Like it's weird that these 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 are things or that they're things that they're having to ask for in the first place, because if you look at it, it just seems like it's logical that it should have been that way. right? If they actually gave a crap about their employees, obviously what they give the crap about, right, is saving money so they can put it in their coffers. But it's just one of those things that when you really look at the stuff that they're at, they're not asking for for weird things at all. And it's taking them forever to do it. And they're doing all these other little bitty things in the meantime to make themselves look good. Yeah, and people
0: in the industry saying exactly what Q just said, Jason, tweeting and chiming in from other countries saying, wow, they... these are below what is government mandated in our country. Like, that's how low what you just got as a bump is below what our government forces companies to offer.
1: Yeah, even uh, Mad Martha over in chat, you know, from the UK, saying nine sick days, pathetic. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, well, welcome to the U.S., but I guess I guess the fact that they're getting anything is that maybe a result of Bobby Kodak not getting his hundred million dollars this year or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta
1: spend that money somewhere.
0: Eh. People replying, you know, numbered sick days, that's just so wrong. Unbelievable. Is this normal in the United States? When I had an accident, I couldn't work for nearly 10 weeks. The first six were fully paid by my employer. After that, insurance paid paid 90 percent salary minus the insurance costs. Uh, somebody else it's insane watching how bare minimum things are in the United States in Norway we've legislated 20 days vacation no matter what and if you're on tariff you have 25 paid certain companies have 4 by 3 sick days a year and some have up to 24 days of sick days per year unionize and again I mean, those are calls that we hear in the games industry already and have been for a while now those calls to unionize just internally to the United States Jason, you had a reaction yeah, well, to that one. I was
1: gonna, I was gonna say, you know, I follow uh, the the dev diaries for Paradox, and they're based out of Sweden, and they like, they they had three weeks off, They're like, well, this is our summer break, everyone leaves the office, so we'll come back with dev diaries in three weeks. Like, God, I wish I had that. Right. <laughs>
2: right? How nice that you just kick everybody out of the office for three weeks. <laughs> like, yeah. like, we'll we'll just let somebody clean while we're gone, and <laughs> just. Oh, we can't
1: do ahead. that because that's socialism. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So this is an important lesson, everybody. In. Read the articles, (laughs) read the articles, not just the headlines, because on the surface, both of those appear very good and they are good things, no doubt. But they are a little bit suspect when you start looking just a scratch the surface. You don't even have to investigate. If you read the articles on MMO bomb, you kind of leave going, "Uh, it's not as good as it could have been.
1: Not as good as it could be the articles. I work on these things. Yeah, we write them. We write them. Go read them.
0: Uh, quick update on the, this one uh, in the Epic and Apple lawsuit. Remember, Apple was trying to get a stay on that order to add in some other uh, link-out for payment systems by December 9th. They tried to get a stay on that order. The judge denied it. Judge, judge Rogers denied the request, saying Apple's motion is based on a selective reading of this court's findings and ignores all of the findings which supported the injunction. The company provided no credible reason for the court to believe that the injunction would cause the professed devastation that Apple was claiming. So they still have now till December 9th. Now, there are still other litigation tools they could use to to delay this. They could move it to uh, it could could go to the Ninth Circuit to to get them to stay the ruling. They could take it to the Supreme Court. They're kind of running out of time on some of these things. So the options are getting a little more limited but Judge says, no way, Jose, to Apple.
1: Yeah. I don't think yeah, it, which I love I'm not. Mm, I'm no, not. not really. Not really. Now now they only have one month to do it. So it's like before they're like, oh, this could take years. If they could actually get it done in one month, it's gonna be like, Yeah, well we we did we, we didn't really mean that, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean they are in that position where all of a sudden Q <laughs> if it, they do it by December 9th, it's like, Wow, yeah, don't bother appealing. don't don't bother appealing because one of your primary arguments against being able to do this doesn't apply anymore
2: (laughs) yeah it's uh, I mean I guess they assumed that the that the appeal would take longer than it did too, right? That the judge would take a while to get a back around to it or whatever, at least mull it over a little bit for him, but. Yeah,
0: it's not often. You better present a compelling argument, Jason, if you expect the judge who issued the original ruling to give you a stay against their ruling, their own ruling. This wasn't, you know, an appeal to the Ninth, ninth Circuit and having somebody review that judge. This is Jason made a decision, it's final, and I'm asking Jason not to enforce his decision. I better have a really, really good reason. (laughs) Like something I couldn't bring up in court before you made your decision to get that type of stay or that type of uh, injunction. Well, on that note, let's slide over and do the weekly bombs. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, Chad, on that whole don't work in the United States thing. It really depends on industry. Yeah, fans right. It really depends on industry. Uh, time for the weekly bombs. I'm going to go first. I'm going to give a dub bomb to New World getting a public test server. I think that's actually a really, really good thing for this particular game at this time. Normally, I would say you're a little too early to really be trying to pump a public test server. But because I think content is gonna be a little slower delivered on this uh, one than New World fans would like, and given the audience trending, they obviously still have a very big audience. There's like 200,000 people playing it on Steam right now. But that trend line is not looking good. Uh, So I think this is actually a really good thing right now. It gives New World players a reason to stick around and test out like the void gauntlet weapon and Uh, And other system changes, reward systems for leveling when you've hit max level and things like that. I I think it gives them something to mess with because I think it's going to be longer for that content to come to the game than they really, than a lot of them seem to think it is going to be. So I'm going to give them a dub um. It's a smart decision in my book for the position the game's in right now.
1: Go ahead, Jason. What did someone say? a wise person say life's too short to do things you don't like. Yeah, I I don't really play New World anymore.
0: <laughs> you didn't
1: play at all. <laughs> I I was like level twenty six. I, I was pretty good for like a couple <laughs> weeks there. Sorry, I I I didn't want to go to max level to get to play PvP. Yeah.
0: Right, anyway. right.
1: Uh I'm gonna give a dub bomb to Arcane. That's, That's getting, the, it's uh, getting good reviews. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's the League of Legends uh series on Netflix. Uh, they've got three episodes up now. Doing an extra three, I think, every week, like every uh, Saturday, it looks like. So, yeah, really well done. Uh, well animated. I wasn't sure I was gonna be a fan of the animation style. It's not like just straight up 2D or not even really like 3D. It's kind of like a little combination sort of. So I was like, yeah, but it's really grown on me. And like even after the first episode, I was like, yeah, okay, I like this. Looks really neat, and uh, you know, gonna be interested to see where the story goes. Nice. But I'm not even a League of Legends fan, so that's the crazy part about it. What you got, Q? Uh,
2: to bomb to the stuff coming in the next Genshin Impact update for the housing specifically, we're going to be able to capture pets and take them to our teapots. And we get to have Pime on there, which means we now have an emergency food source. We know exactly where she's at.
0: <laughs> yeah, we know where she's at at all times. Uh, from chat, Ninja is chiming in with an A bomb to Twitch. Get your crappy service fixed already. This is just stupid now. Uh, I did not take into consideration, by the way, that the Battlefield Early Access started today. So Twitch is probably under a little more duress than normal. Mm. Uh, Mad Martha saying, A-bomb for New World, putting even more bugs into the game, just to spike Mike's comments. <laughs> <laughs> Terra Nova saying, I love Mad Martha. Terra Nova saying, "Double bomb to Lost Ark Beta, despite the controller issues, it was still a fun game. Looking forward to the full release. Speaking of animated series, Lost Ark is gonna—we we haven't covered it yet because it doesn't start until next week. But they're gonna have their own little animated vignettes oh. and stuff coming next week. Well, um, vignettes, okay, yeah. So we'll we'll have those on MMO Bomb for you. Uh, and Boxer2 says bomb to Fallen Earth yeah a lot of people jumped into that classic server when it just yeah, appeared I, gotta, I
1: gotta, gotta check that out sometime I was meant to play the original game but I never got around to it so maybe I'll have to do that sometime it
0: feels like the more authentic online experience of what Fallout Online would have been A-bomb to Twitch for still not getting their act together on the one time I can actually catch the stream uh, old glory, Dubbomb to Jason. Figure slash slash miniature looks really good. Aw, that's very sweet. Uh, from YouTube, Flintstone says NFT games are set in the investment. Who now thinks after they're making shitloads of money now want to jump the line and force themselves into gaming? if this happens we won't be playing games much at all as we'll all be trying to make money which is not fun at all money sucks the life out of a person's character and changes things by breeding total douchebags turning them into complete assholes money it's just a need it's not who you are as a pc gamer since time beginning we need games to just be games there is a lot of headlines out there gang about this company looking at NFT, this company looking at blockchain that be careful. A lot of these companies are really just using those buzzwords. They've given somebody somewhere a hundred thousand dollars so that they can say they're examining these things because they want those buzzwords in their portfolios. Hmm. There are companies that are doing a little more square NX is one of them. They did a whole trial thing with an investment and did a bunch of like research first and trial runs at things and are now substantially sinking more money into things maybe it goes somewhere maybe it doesn't but also be careful a lot of these companies right now are just using it as buzzword
1: go ahead jason marce jabber says the bomb to the ocp for always being transparent with us he has my trust and tons of goodwill yeah you and a lot of other people go ahead q
2: Cyberpunk Girl, the bomb to Amazon Prime giving away December Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered.
0: That's a great YouTube name, by the way, Cyberpunk Girl. Uh, question of the week last week. Does Lost Ark having loot boxes concern you? What's your kind of current overall position on loot boxes all these years later? Uh, Japan's Freaks is question of the week. I don't like that there will be lo- loot boxes in Lost Ark, but... After so many years of hating gambling and video games, a.k.a. loot boxes, and even after some legislation and devs opting to not publish the game there instead of taking out loot boxes and letting us just buy items we want, I know the loot boxes are here to stay. P.S. Sorry for the long comment. No, you don't have the effort to apologize. You don't have. If it's a long comment, if it's too long, I will edit it. Don't worry. Type whatever the hell you want in the comments below. Go ahead, Jason.
1: Was that his entire comment or was there more to it? That was it. That's not, that's not long. Yeah, have no, you seen some of, the, some of the books yeah. people d- write to us? Come I on, didn't. Man. I didn't edit it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Guestly says I have mixed feelings about loot boxes. If they're implemented in a game that everyone can get it and enjoy them without paywall or grind, I don't mind them. But let's be real. Those usually free. Usually those free loot boxes give something useful for the very at the very beginning of the game, but mid end game they are pretty much useless. And if Lost Ark gives us loot boxes only for money and there is cosmetics, housing, and nothing that impacts gameplay, I really don't care. It's pretty much useless to fight against it if there are already plans to do it. Just ignore them like I usually do. But if they add stuff which gives us pay-to-win aspects, they should be ready for Shitstorm because that game is on everyone's radar after years of waiting.
0: It definitely is on a few radars, that's for sure. Go ahead, Q. Uh,
2: Dragon Roar. I'm in the UK and living in Veld I'm from the UK and living in Belgium. I don't know what my brain did there. And I'm conflicted about Lost Ark. I've wanted to play it for about six years, and the thought of not being able to because it has loot boxes, yeah, it makes me sad. But with that said, I can only hope that other countries start to realize the impact of these mechanics have on children and teenagers and stand up against these publishers and developers. The biggest mistake the EU did was not push the mindset across all countries there is strength in numbers
0: 100 percent, there are absolutely strength in numbers yeah when you know belgium and the netherlands kind of went off on their own and really didn't you know how much hurt are those two countries going to give you know ea right Hmm. uh okay we'll go we'll go back to the uk and just sell a hundred thousand more of them you know it's there is definitely strength in numbers on these kinds Mike, of things. Mike, he's talking about
1: countries in the EU. Why did you mention the UK?
0: I'm talking about... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they,
2: they're, they're from That's the, funny. E, the UK That's funny. living in the EU. <laughs> That's
0: funny. Uh, Dibs says, there are loot boxes obtained in game, but none uh, in the cash shop as far as I'm aware. The loot boxes usually consist of manor furniture as well as collection cards. It's really nothing that impacts the experience of gearing or acquiring consistent loot. Uh, now, I replied to Dibs because Dibs is right. That's the way we understand them to be behaving in the EU or in um, Korea and in Russia. Um, we don't have any concept of what exactly was going to make it over here. Hence, us, you know, with a question mark on that. There is the small caveat, and somebody I didn't mention this, but somebody else did to Dibs. There is the small caveat that those collection cards do impact stats now they are by no means like required or anything like that it, it, it's minus it's minimal but you do have that argument where anything stat impacting that you you know eh, take it for what it's worth dibs you're absolutely right we're just kind of in a holding pattern until they reply which by the way they still have not Still yeah, not.
1: that's not a good sign. If you're not telling us what's in the loot boxes, yeah, you're you're not good. You're losing that benefit of the doubt.
0: And what I didn't like accost them. I just said, "Hey, um, wanted to get a little more information. Is this specifically why you're not in Belgium and the Netherlands? And if so, why wasn't that included in the original monetization post? So we had some more information on on the loot box uh, boxes that would be in games. Okay, sent your
1: questions to the team.
0: No answer yet. Go ahead, Jason
1: i uh, just mentioned in chat, man, Martha's hand-dub-bomb to Forza Horizon 5. and wait, watching it, and it seems like a great, fun game. It is. It is a great, fun game. I, I have a Game Pass now, so I've been playing it. Might even stream tomorrow, just so I'm letting you know. Nice. Stream tomorrow afternoon. So there nice. you go, Martha. Uh, where are we? RS Jabber. Uh, question of the week. I still don't like and don't buy loot boxes, but I don't think we're going to get rid of them. I'll play Lost Ark and try to hit max level, but if the game forces me to gamble for power, spend money to be competitive in endgame, I'll just quit.
0: You know, I am a a bit like, oh my God, look at how many people are just resigned to it. (laughs) They're just like, eh, I'm not gonna buy them, but whatever. That's exactly what they want. That's exactly what they want. They want the people that are like, I'm not gonna buy those to not care that they're there because they're not gonna buy them so that they can sell them to the people that, you know, maybe have a more addictive personality or, you know, expendable income, whatever. Go ahead, Q. Uh,
2: Yami Kami, question of the week. It depends. First and foremost, the question of are loot boxes okay starts with, are we talking about free to play games? If no loot boxes are not acceptable, then if loot box only contains skins and it doesn't affect the gameplay in any ways, then they're fine. But once they affect the gameplay in any way, they are not acceptable either because in order to monetize them, the publisher will change and tweak things so people have more reasons to buy those things.
0: Yes? yes yes okay (laughs) that's it that's it i mean it's that's pretty succinct uh ray z loot boxes are a staple of the industry now and i don't see that changing do i wish it wasn't the case yeah but i wish a great many things the real issue with loot boxes is that they aren't made more obscure and adversely incentivized behind a bunch of uh, buttons but featured prominently as a primary mechanic in many games if you want to have gambling mechanics Sure, you do that, but only after you've marketed them as such and forced the chumps to click through three-plus confirmation buttons per box. Can you imagine how much that would disincentivize people with poor impulse control? No more conveniently buy 10x of this box but a standard three to ten clicks to get one box? Now Now answer a CAPTCHA code every box you want. I don't think laws should dictate what we have the ability to buy, but they sure as how can and should Disincentivize them through inconvenience to deter behavior. Interesting take. Interesting take. Finish it That's up. That's a
1: bit much. It's not like I have to. If I, if I go to Vegas, I go to the slot machine. I have to like you know, pull, you pull six the lever eighteen times. Work. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's kind of like a version of video game blue laws.
1: Yeah. 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 Anyway, Breckner Catalan says, "Question of the week: Even if they ban loot boxes everywhere, those companies realize that people are willing to give them billions of dollars." So they would just come up with some other way to monetize the shit out of their games. Look at Yellow Scrolls Online. They have loot boxes, but everything else costs a ton already people are not even talking about that. That's true.
0: Absolutely true. Absolutely sure. But true. it's
1: not gambling then if you don't if you know what you're paying for. That's like the big issue people have and yeah. Yep. The impulse control and whatever. Question
0: of the week this week. Is it ever okay to just schedule time off for a game release or is that ridiculous to you? <laughs> and if you've done it, what games do you schedule time off of work or you know, just zoning in your in your den to play? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget your weekly bombs while you're there. Dub bomb for something uh, good, a bomb for something bad in the world of gaming or just life in general. The show next Friday, by the way, will be at 4 p.m. Eastern instead of one. Next week, Troy and Wilfredo will be here. Uh, Q and Jason will have the week off. So 4 p.m. We'll tweet out to remind everybody, but 4 p.m. Eastern for next Friday's show. Uh, Until the next
1: time you're on Q, where can everybody find you?
2: Hanging out on Twitter at Quintland.
1: Jason. On Twitter at Winter Informal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter.
0: I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb so we can tweet at you all the news, articles, first look videos, always online podcasts, giveaways, and more. Until next time, gang, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.